Hello again out there in uh, Birdland. It's Anson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. For the dirt, for the birds, your weekend edition. Um, had a little bit of snow towards the end of the week, so getting a little bit more, but um, had a little bit of ice, but it's uh, not not too cold, but relatively mild again. Yep, the, the usual roller coaster ride. But yeah, the snow is uh, the occasional snow, at least putting me in the mood for Christmas bird count season coming right up. I'm excited about that. Yeah, and it's um, it's bird feeder time, and uh, my feeders are up, and I um, managed to get my hands on some uh, suet. So I um, mm-hmm. I put a you know big chunk of suet with some baler twine and uh, put it in the uh, in the high bush cranberry bush. So I've been watching um, a lot of blue jays around, a lot of chickadees, um, and uh, seeing some woodpeckers because of the uh, because of the suet. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I just I just got my bird feeders up as well, and it's it's been kind of quiet out there. So it was really nice to put out the feeders and. It's usually like within minutes they're discovered, and I actually just have one up right now um, with some black oil sunflower seeds, and almost instantly the, the chickadees and red red breasted nuthatches and goldfinches appeared. Mm-hmm. We thought we may talk about uh, woodpeckers. We haven't talked about woodpeckers much. Maybe in the spring, the the, the sapsucker and the pileated or pileated we've been talking about. Well, maybe we thought we'd do. Um, um, Hairy woodpeckers and downy woodpeckers seem to be the, the two that we probably most likely would see uh, close to home this year. Yeah, those are both our our year-round residents, um, along with uh, red-bellied woodpecker in some parts of the state and, and pileated woodpecker as well. But yeah, they're, they're definitely the, our, our classic backyard woodpeckers, so always nice to see those. Yeah. So why don't we begin with um, why don't we begin with the hairy woodpecker? So um, we're going to try to distinguish between the hairy and the downy. Let's uh, let's start with the hairy, which is a little bit bigger, right? Yeah, yeah. If you see a downy and a hairy together, uh, there's, there's, it's it's immediately obvious that the hair that the hairy is quite a bit bigger than the downy. But you know, if you see them by themselves, and usually you do, then you're then you're left scratching your head a little bit if you if you're just going by size to determine hairy versus downy. All right. So let's begin. So um, the hairy woodpecker hanging out uh, at the suet feeder. What what will we be looking for? So as you said, a bigger bird with a bigger beak, and um, the beak is not just bigger; it's it's larger in proportion to the size of the head. So downy has uh, the beak is shorter, stubbier. It's you know half the size of the of the of the head of the width of the head or less. Uh, just has a stubbier look to it. And on a hairy, it's it's much longer in proportion to the size of the head. So it's about it's greater than uh, half the size of the head. Maybe even as much as two-thirds or so, so it's a much more substantial beak. Um, that reflects their their feeding differences, their foraging styles. Downy tends to um, drill into smaller branches, twigs. I've seen them land on goldenrods and, and drill on those goldenrod ball gall um, larvae. Mm. Uh, whereas hairy, they're usually on bigger branches, the trunk of the tree, so that bigger beak serves serves them well. 
So can we actually tell the difference between the two if we're able to examine the, the drill holes? Oh, good question. I've never tried. Um, I don't know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. You certainly can do that with yellow-bellied sapsuckers, right? With their with their nice, nicely drilled wells in, a, in almost like a grid pattern. But I don't know if you would be able to distinguish hairy versus uh, downy. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're talking about uh, woodpeckers on your weekend edition of For the Birds. Uh, as um, December rapidly goes, um, is like feels like it's just in it's in rapid pace right now. But um, oh, I know, I know. Getting a little bit of snow, a little bit of rain, a little bit of ice, a little bit of mild weather, a little bit of cold weather, a little bit of wind. We got some wind earlier this week, and that was a spectacular. Um, oh yeah, lots of lots of down branches. Yeah, you bet. So we've been talking about um, we've been talking about woodpeckers, and we talked about the hairy woodpecker. Now we're going to talk about the um, the downy woodpecker, and I think. I think I see more downies than Harry's. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I was going to say, I would say the opposite. <laughs> I think it depends on where you live and the habitat. Um, Harry is definitely, um, it seems to me, more common in uh, where, where there's bigger trees, more mature forest. Um, downy um, tends to be, maybe leads a little towards the burbs, um, smaller trees, round backyards, more. So, but you can obviously you see them both in either type of habitat, in you know, in a more uh, residential area uh, or in the woods. You can see either species for sure. But maybe maybe hairy associated a little bit more with uh, more mature forested habitats than, than downy. Um, and of course, Anson, they look so much alike. You know, we were talking about their differences um, in beak size and their overall size, but plumage-wise, they're almost almost identical. They have that black and white pattern, and the males with the red on the back of the head. Um, the other thing to look for is there, there's the um, tail feathers. There's a difference actually right in the tail. Mm. Tail feathers, and um, and what should we be looking for with the um, with the downy? So a, a downy woodpecker, so both species have white outer tail feathers. And so you can see it pretty easily when they're you know, right up against the trunk of a tree. Um, on a downy, there are these black bars, heavy black bars, crossing those white outer tail feathers. And on a hairy woodpecker, they're generally plain, plain white. So that's if you're looking for uh, plumage um, field, based field mark, that's, that's the thing to look for. Mm-hmm. And... Um their calls sometimes when you uh, you spook one or one um, you see maybe fly from branch to branch they'll give a little um, little little sound a little uh, very short staccato type sounds when they when they actually make a sound when they're not drilling. Right. Yeah. The drumming the, the, when they're or when they're drilling that's hard to yeah distinguish. I think the hairy makes a uh, a louder longer drum than a downy. But uh, the, the downy makes this thick, thick call, and it's more like a peak, peak call on a hairy. And you often hear hairy do uh, this rattle when they fly, this rattle call. And downy, ha- their kind of analogous call is more like a, more like a whinny. Mm-hmm. So there are definitely vocal differences for sure. Well, we're going to queue up here. We've got, um, we've got the drum of the uh, downy woodpecker, and we're going to take a a listen to that, and that may help people a little bit. May not hear too much uh, 
drumming this time of year, but um, let's give a listen to. This is the Downy Drum. Very quick, very quick. Very, yeah, yeah, very quick. Usually not as loud as a as a Harry. All right, and now let's uh, let's try the uh, let's try the calls of the Downy Woodpecker. Here we go. Very very active, almost like it's it's a warning sign, you know, like yeah, that's that it's that short dick call. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. So there you have it. Um, the uh, differences between the downy woodpecker and the hairy woodpecker. And uh, in the other winter woodpeckers, uh, what might we see? Of course, we see a pileated once in a while for sure. Sure. Yeah, they're, they're around all year long. Um, not too vocal this time of year. I saw several uh, in my neighborhood, Middlesex, recently. Um, uh, it was kind of cool. I saw them in, in flight in the distance. They're such amazing birds. You know, just they're huge. They're crow's crow size, uh, just so dramatically marked with that bold black and white on the wings and the big red crest. Hmm. Amazing, amazing bird. Yeah, good hey, stuff. Yeah. Before I forget, because I almost did forget. There's a really cool program coming up at North Branch Nature Center that I think folks would want to know about. Um, we've talked about the winter finch for, forecast uh, many a time. We actually have uh, Tyler Hoare of the Finch Research Network um, doing a presentation on the winter finch forecast um, via Zoom. So you can attend from home. Just get on to the North Branch Nature Center website. Um, we're co-hosting this with Green Mountain Audubon Society. And it's happening December 15th. And it's a free presentation, 6 to 7 p.m., uh, with Tyler Hoare of Winter Finch Network. So uh, you can hear the uh, hear it from the source. Uh, and just get onto our website, northbranchnaturecenter.org, to get that link to the Zoom call. December 15th, and the time again is what time again? 6 to 7 p.m. Oh, perfect. 6 to 7, December 15th, the comfort of your, your home or office or even in your car if you want to listen to the audio. Um, uh, very cool. So anyway, well, we, uh, we've we got to fly out of here for another uh, December weekend. Until next time, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. Or the birds.